We all have a purpose, and that's what this show is about, and we know about pressure being the thing that tries to knock you off, but what if we see it as something that makes us stronger? What if we actually seek out that pressure? What if we actually look for it to make us stronger, to make us better, and to make us even more on purpose? That's what we're going to talk about next with Brent Canfield. heat is on. Let's get cooking. This is Purpose Under Pressure, brought to you by the Ruby Group, Sandler Sales Training, serving sales professionals nationwide from their Akron, Columbus, even Jacksonville, Florida locations. They are one of the highest performing Sandler Sales Training affiliates in the nation. They're proud of that. They've worked hard for that. They do great work. If you are a business that is looking for some help for their revenue generation, uh, business development efforts, the Ruby Group uh, are the folks to call. Check them out online at therubygroup.sandler.com. Welcome to the show. Our guest today is Brett Canfield. Brett is the CEO at SentryPod's Autonomous Ruggedized Surveillance Systems. I love that name because that is what they are. We're going to talk about that a little bit. We're also going to talk about Brent, the man. He was a Sergeant Marine. He is a child of God, and he is not afraid to tell you that. He is the father of three, and I bring all of those little things up because it all matters to Brent. And that's what this show is all about. It's Purpose Under Pressure. Brent Canfield, welcome to this Thanks, show. Thanks, Brian. It's good to be here. I'm really glad you're here. You and I have known each other for uh, a few years now, and I know you as a man of purpose, if nothing else. I know you as a lot of things, a business owner, a uh, community member, churchgoer, father. Um, but man, you just, you just bleed what you want to accomplish. You don't mind telling people what you want to accomplish, what you're here for, what you walk this earth for. And uh, the world needs more people like you. And I thank you. For yeah, that. thanks, Brian. I appreciate it. So we're going to talk about purpose and pressure. And I think the important thing to talk about first, I tell you what, since a lot of business folks listen to this, tell me a little bit about your business. Tell me a little bit about uh, the Sentry Pods and, and kind of how it got started and what it does. I love the autonomous, ruggedized surveillance system things. Tell us a little bit about it, what it is. And I think that's going to help us get into purpose of why it's there, what you're trying to accomplish, and, and how that's all. Yeah, sure. So Smart Digital is uh, the, the parent security company. Uh, where it focuses on all faucets of, of security in regard to cameras, access control, access gates. Um, uh, our company even does consulting for companies to teach them how to secure their perimeter, um, you know, how to, how to secure their facility, how to secure their, their business. Um, so, but the mainstay of the Century Pods is really developed around autonomy. We, after the Boston Marathon bombing, uh, it flipped an internal switch with me because I realized that we needed to have something, a, a portable form of surveillance because of the dependency that people had at that time on fixed surveillance. And so we just created a product to disconnect that, that, that need, I guess, to more of an autonomous uh, product that could go anywhere and be versatile. Yeah, you pick that stuff up, you put it in the truck, you deliver it to where it's going to be, you set it up and you walk away and it does its thing within like minutes or hours, right, yeah. Brian? I mean, you're up and yeah. going really quick. And you started this, like you mentioned, the Boston Marathon. It wasn't that you needed to be an entrepreneur, that you needed to make money or that you needed to, that wasn't the purpose. The purpose was to make sure people don't get hurt anymore. Isn't that kind of what you did? Yeah, it's so, you know, and, and we could talk about this in, in this podcast, but it aligns with my purpose. My purpose is to protect people. And that purpose I heard, you know, I heard my calling and my purpose was to 
find a way to better secure people and protect people. So just like my transition from the Marine Corps to civilian populace is I wanted to be able to be readily available and have access to video in three to five minutes. Marines are trained to be ready to go within five mics, five minutes. So it's the same with sentry pods. My rule of thumb on anything we design or develop with sentry pods is to have access to video within three to five minutes, and that includes installation. We are relentless about that. Tell me why that matters. In fact, tell me a little bit differently. We, we know we want to be safe. We know that's important. We all don't know how, but we all have this in, inane idea that you know safety matters. That's kind of animal instinct in us, right? What does it mean to you? To keep people safe. I don't think it's just making sure you wake up in the morning and get home at night. What does it mean to you to keep people safe, maybe build people up? What, what is that in you that drives Well, you? that's a great question, Brian. And I think it's a very heavy construct because securing people, you know, I say this all the time when people use the word tough, oh, it's tough. I say, what does tough mean to you? Because to me, that's a surface level word. To really understand what tough really is, you got to go deep. And part of going deep is you got to find the true core of your purpose. And that purpose has to align with your, what I call your true north. I talk about this all the time. But for me, it's important to have video and access to video within three to five minutes because time is of the essence. There's people lives, you know, at stake. Uh, there, we want to be preemptive. So when there is an incident on heavy construction sites, there is an incident with the government or military. Um, some of our bigger customers, our key accounts, we want to have access to video within 30 seconds. And so we're very relentless. And we knew, you know, especially after reading the book, Blue Ocean Strategy, you know, we knew that we were jumping to, you know, we were kind of the pioneers in this space, in this autonomous surveillance space. But we knew that once the opportunities were realized that everyone in the market was going to, you know, flock to the red shark infested waters as it talks about in the book and we wanted to be out in the blue ocean because the worst place to fight a marine is in the deep waters uh in fact we uh you know as marines we're trained to fight and we're trained to fight because we're amphibious but we drag the victim out into the deep because that's where we fight best it's the same in business and that's why transitioning from the marine corps to business has been very uh beneficial to me because I've used all those same tactics that I learned in the Marine Corps and applied them to business. And it's almost the purpose that God laid out for me and my, and my faith and my business and my career in the Marine Corps, because what God was showing me was, you know, son, I'm, I'm aligning you up. I'm giving you this experience in the Marine Corps because it's going to play out later in life. I had no idea I was going to get out of the Marine Corps because I was one of those career Marines that was going to stay, you know, and retire from the Marine Corps. I just had an epiphany, you know, in Iraq. I just remember having an epiphany, a crystal clear dream that I was going to get out and I wanted to pursue my life as a civilian. Uh, and at that point, I had no idea I wanted to own a business, but it was it's I call it the glass bridge of faith. You know, it's you know, I'm just it's like the headlights going from New York to to to. Uh, San Diego, you know, you're just able to see what's in front of you. And so I played yeah. on that. And so getting into my business, I realized that, you know, it's, it's the mainstay of my purpose because, you know, providing security for people is, is critical because in my life as a Marine, everything was critical. 
you know, moments were critical. Mm. And and that feels like the part that I, I wonder about. How do people, how do you convince people that they need this new autonomous, uh, ruggedized surveillance system when they are so used to what they've already gotten before? Is it that you, do you tie into their, something they don't know about themselves or their company or what, what's the, what's the sales pitch, if you will, as far as uh, kind of turning that on? I love the question, Brian. So, you know, I always tell everybody it's to me, you know, we're not a Kirby sweeper sales person. It's we're solving a problem for the customer. Back in the day, you know, when we were securing an area, you know, the, the helo would land, Marines would extract out the helo and we would insert, uh, create a 360 degree perimeter, get our bearings, and then we'd step off, right? Now we're able to secure an area virtually with our sentry pods. So we call our sentry pods virtual operators. We can deploy these units with our RAS attachment system. And once those units are installed, they're all pre-configured. So once the unit's installed, we have access to video within three to five minutes. We're virtually locking the area down. We're virtually securing the perimeter because then we're watching for someone to trip the perimeter line of the camera on the sentry pods. Okay. And so people who realize they don't have this and they just need sometimes people don't know what they don't That's know. Right. Right. And so they realize they've got this big school or they've got a big manufacturing facility or or anything yeah. that they need to keep the bad guys out yep. and the good folks yep. in. That's right. right. Um, and now they realize that if they can call you or, or set this thing up in three to five minutes, they're in business and on their way. So that's business. I'm interested also, Brent, in you as the man, because I have a feeling. In fact, it's not just a feeling. I know this. If you're in the middle of a business day and somebody knocked on your door and said, Brent, I need help. I know you as a man who would drop everything he's doing and help that person. And I'm interested in, uh, in, in why that is. And you talked about your purpose of keeping people safe. When, when young folks come to you, when you're at church and you're trying to guide people, what does that mean to you? How important is that to you to help people? So all great questions, man. I tell, I tell everybody, you know, you, you can't really understand your, your purpose until you know your why. Eric Thomas says this all the time, and I love I love everything that Eric Thomas is about and what the content that he puts out. But Eric Thomas says, you know, you got to find your why. I say it the same way, but in a different perspective. You know, what's your purpose? Once you know your purpose, it's kind of like your strategy in business. Once you understand your purpose, then then you can build on that foundation, and everything else kind of falls into place, kind of like strategy for a business. And so. Understanding your purpose is your true north, and your true north is the way that you get there, right? So it's it's kind of the same uh, thing with, with business and understanding what your purpose is. So when you're working with people on the true north and you find that they're not heading on the true north, is this about business? Is this about individuals? Because I think when a business isn't operating in the right way and you're able to help them or when a person isn't acting in the right way and you're able to help them, maybe someone in church, I think that matters to you. And I'm wondering how you change, how you do you help someone change their flow when they're maybe not being true to themselves? You change their flow by helping them find their purpose. Yeah. It, it comes down to the, the purpose being the baseline. It, it's how you're wired. Yeah. Uh, you asked the question about, you know, my pursuit of helping other people, you know, and dropping everything just to help somebody. And I'm very big about that. I say all the time that, you know, it's it's kind of the same thing that Christ talks about in the Bible, you know, in serving other people. 
we've got to give ourselves away. It's, this isn't about us. None of us are going to get out of life alive. And if, if you don't have that purpose and you don't discover what your true north is, it's never going to align with how you're wired. And only until you figure that out, well, how you're wired, apply. And I'm, I'm critical about that. Yeah. And I say this all the time because I'm so serious about knowing your purpose, knowing your true north, understanding the fundamentals about how you're wired. A lot of people don't know. And I tell them, dig deep, go find it. You're going to find it on a 15-mile run when you have nothing left in your tank and all you're pulling from it are the reserves. There's nothing left. And, and only then until you find that and you tap into that resource will you really understand your true purpose in life. And that's purpose under pressure. That's that pressure that comes, that builds, that makes that diamond out of a piece of coal because there's like, I'm going towards, I'm going where I need to go. I'm not yep. going to let anything stop me. Talk to me a little bit about, and then let's let's segue into that. Let's talk about pressure. Brent, you've been under pressure. You've been in the Marines. You've started your own business. You're, you're, you're working with people and trying to do true north. People don't always want to go true north. Businesses don't always want to invest in something new that their their neighbor doesn't have. Um, what are some pressures can you remember that have tried to knock you off course when you're just trying to do the right thing? Oh, I mean, hundreds, hundreds yeah. of daily, right? Of, yeah, daily. But give me daily. one because you're a bulldog, man. Your pressures, I don't think I could even touch. I couldn't I couldn't drag someone out into the, the great blue ocean if you paid me a million dollars to do it. But you were able to do it. And, and thank you for doing it. But tell me about your pressures. So. Pressures as a business owner, Brian. I think anybody is capable of doing this. Yeah. But here's the trick. You have to find things that apply that pressure. And that's very obtruse for most people because they mm. avoid pressure. They avoid conflict. They avoid difficulty and challenges because it's not comfortable. So you have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. And so you have to find things in life that call that pressure out and in bring that pressure to the surface. And one of those things for me is going on uh, a very rigorous run. Uh, and I call it crushing my soul because in that moment, uh, does it help you to tap into that reserve? I call intestinal fortitude. The Marine Corps talks a lot about intestinal fortitude. You have to find things and activities in your life that puts you in that element of pressure uh, because it's really good for you. In a lot of ways, exercise, rigorous exercise for me is good for me. It's good for my headspace. It's, it helps me get clarity uh, and it, it gives me alignment every day and reaffirms my purpose and my true north every day. And so for me, you know, one, you know, one situation, uh, I've had many situations in combat that that brought me to that very moment of clarity uh, where this is uh, that, you know, they call doorways the fatal funnel. You're kicking a doorway open, going through a door. Uh, it's it's called the fatal funnel for a reason because that moment could be literally the difference of life and death, whether you make it through or not. And so many times in my life and in my career in the Marine Corps, I've been brought to that very moment. I remember being on a recon mission um, in the Marine Corps where we had to go out and do a scout recon of an area. And... You know, we had some basic intel, but our intel was uh, that the Republican Party was further along than they were. And we literally stumbled on the Republican Party with very limited ammo. And I had just a few dudes with me. We would have literally lasted about two minutes in a firefight 
with the amount of ammo that we had. And so that moment uh, was a moment where every decision we made was critical. Uh, and so, you know, without getting into all the details of that very event, that was a moment where there was a lot of pressure because, you know, I'm, I'm the combat team platoon sergeant and I'm making decisions in hopes to get my team back safe and alive while fighting through the enemy. Say on the rule, only decision makers can get other people to make decisions. Each and every day, we have a decision to make. Also, when we're with buyers in our sales process, we have a decision to make how we're gonna lead that interaction. And if I'm somebody that can make daily commitments and keep those daily commitments, then when I'm with buyers, I expect them to make commitments and keep those commitments to me throughout that sales process. So first and foremost, I have to have a decided heart in order to lead other people to make the decisions that I'm expecting them to make. So let me ask the question. You, if you, and, and at any point when you don't want to answer it, I'm okay with that because you've done it and I'm just asking about it. I'm interested in what that feels like in that moment. If it feels like, holy cow, I lucked out and made it through. <laughs> and, 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 or if it feels like, holy cow, I'm going to learn something from this. And if it's the learn something from this, I'm interested from a business point of view. Like, you know, Brett, I can go for a run, but man, I can quit. I can quit anytime I want. I can walk. I can stop and take a breath. I'm just going to get home a little later. That's the worst thing that's going to happen. How do you take that pressure that you feel on the combat field, on the business field, in a 15-mile run, whatever it is, whatever different relevance it is, and learn from it? How do you grow from those things instead of just going, ah, well, I'll do better tomorrow? It's, it's exactly what you just said, Brian. It's growing. And in that moment, you are running your, your fuel tank, per se, is just completely filled with adrenaline. You're running on pure adrenaline. And there is no luck on the battlefield. There's no luck on, in combat. Hmm. It's sheer experience and muscle memory. And the more you train, the better you get, the more fluid you are. It's the same in life. It's the same in business. Those principles apply in life. Those principles apply to business. And when you're out on that run, you say, well, you know, I can quit. You got to answer yourself. You know, when you're out on that 15-mile run, if you have nothing left in your tank and you want to quit, you got to answer yourself, not me. Yeah. You got to answer to yourself. Yeah. And so if you're a person that quits on yourself, it all comes out in the wash. You know, you know the way to, ta to, to test uh, a person's rigor and their tenacity, the litmus test is putting them through rigorous endurance runs or physical fitness uh, exercises, uh, because if they're going to quit, they're going to quit. Yeah. Uh, but if you're true to yourself and you know what your alignment is and your purpose, and you're relentless, you'll push through it. You'll pull the reserves out of what I call, you know, the empty tank. You'll you'll reach down inside and find that intestinal fortitude, and you'll keep on going. So now let me challenge you. So now we're I'm getting I'm older. I'm 57 years old. I'm not sure how old you are, Brent, but I'm sure you're upper 40s. Guessing. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. So we're getting older now, and you're not going to be able to do 15 mile runs. You're not going to be able to turn them into 20. Mile. How do you find new? You mentioned earlier that we have to challenge ourselves and find the pressure. You've already been on the combat field which I would do five more shows on if, if we'd ever have a chance to. You've already built a business and built it strong. You're already out running these huge runs. What do you do next? And how do you keep challenging yourself more when you've already done far more than any of us will ever dream of doing? Well, I would say that um, 
And it's a little bit emotional for me because, you know, back in 2019, I went through a period of things uh, and I didn't realize it at the time, but I went through a period of things where I had lost my dad and I went through a pilot program with the Border Patrol that was an epic fail. And I got back only to be hit by a drunk driver. And so since then, I've had to have a major surgery on my right ankle and have hardware and a new ankle basically installed in my in my right ankle. I pushed through that because I am relentless, because I will not quit. And so the baseline of your question relates to being pre-wired and pre-programmed. I say this to newly uh, married couples. When you get married, you got to pre-program your brain housing group that there is no contingency plan or a way out or a secondary option. It's just like combat. When we go in, there's no contingency plan. We have a mission and that mission only, and we'll see it through. And so I'm relentless about that. I'm critical about that because I'm so matter of fact. It's just how I'm wired. Uh, so in and, and through those things that have presented to be challenges in my life, I don't have anything programmed in my brain that when I'm 60 years old, I won't be able to run a marathon, that I won't be able to run an ultra and run at least a 50 to 100 mile marathon uh, because I know that I will. Yeah, why quit? Why why pretend to quit? That's just starting taking the pressure off, isn't it? Like I said, you can always quit. You're just not going to do it. A couple of quick questions before we go. I'm just fascinated by the way you see life and the way you attack it. Um, one is, where is the next line of pressure for SentryPods, Smart Digital? Where do you see some issues coming that you're going to have to buck up and get through? What are you trying to do there? And two, how do you want people to remember you someday? You're a man of purpose. Um, someday, 20 years from now, 30 years from now, 50 years from now, they're going to look back on you because I know you're, you're strong, but you're not Superman. We're all going to leave this world. What are they going to say about you, Brett? I would hope that it's, it's the legacy that I leave behind for people who knew me, my kids, you know, my family is a man who served others. You know, I feel like my purpose in life is to serve other people. I'm not motivated by money. I like to make a lot of money because I want to impact families and lives and I want to give a lot away. Uh, you know, I have a mentor who inspires me. He's worth a lot of money and he gives most all of it away. Uh, we're not, we're not leaving with that stuff. So I want to impact people by serving people. Uh, and in the element of serving other people, you know, I, I tell people all the time, especially people who try to quote the Bible about money and it's a sin to have money. It's not a sin to have money. No. It's the lust for money. That's the sin. It's not the money. Money is used as a vehicle to get things in life that are good and beneficial and helpful. It's an organic mechanism that we use to get things that we need. And we trade those that money for things that we need, and that's okay. So by serving other people, you know, it's... Really, it's what I'm driven to do. Hey, Brent, did God make you different? Because, man, you God are didn't. strong and you've got it. You, you, you have your purpose. And there's a lot of people that are just floating. And I've been there, too. We're just kind of floating around. But you seem to have this grasp on what you want and what you need to do to accomplish it. And I'm wondering how you got that. I got that through a revelation, Brian. I realized that my desire to grow was greater than my need to just float through life. And I finally realized that I have such a desire to grow that every day I spend consciously, uh, intentionally 
trying to figure out new ways to grow. I, I, I tell you what, you have served our country in an amazing way. You, 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 you live with that. It drives you. It helps other people do the same thing. Uh, it helps other people serve their purpose. And God bless you for doing all the things that you're doing. I'm wondering if, if someone is, we talked a little bit about your business. We talked a, a, a little bit about, about the boring part, the business part. Um, if someone wanted to reach out to you and talk to you about security systems, autonomous, uh, quickly put together in three to five minutes, video, all that stuff. How would they reach out to you and find you? They can find me on our websites, uh, both smartdigital.net uh, or centurypods.com, or you can find me on LinkedIn. I don't do a lot of social media channels because I'm so hyper-focused on growing my my team and my my businesses, uh, but they can reach out to me any in any one of those three places. Tremendous, and I hope they will, and I hope that if anybody needs inspired or even a, a positive word towards what their true north might be, um, I'm, I'm betting on the fact that Brent's not going to mind you reaching out. So, Brent Canfield, thank you uh, for defining purpose under pressure and being a guest on the show. I really do appreciate it. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. I appreciate it, Brian. Thanks a lot. Folks, I told you, didn't I tell you? You got to learn to listen to me. I told you this was going to be a show about purpose, and man, Brent brought it. So thank you, my friend. I appreciate that. This show is brought to you by the Ruby Group Sandler Sales Training in Akron and Columbus. They are under pressure to perform. Nothing like Brent's done in his past, but you know, sales work, that's not easy either. And so to do it right takes a lot of work and takes a lot of training, takes a lot of guts, and it takes a lot of purpose. And Sandler is there to help you succeed on purpose. You will find all past episodes of this show, Purpose Under Pressure, at brianmediastrategies.com slash podcast. And where you stream your podcast, they're there too. We do this every week, and we will see you again next time on Purpose. 